after waiting an extra year and a half, we finally see Black Widow solo film. But was it worth the wait? I'm Chad. And I'm Matt. And this is episode 13 of our podcast. We used to talk about this at work. So I guess uh, I should say welcome back, Matt. I know. I see how <laughs> I take one vacation time and you move quick. On, I thought we was going to cancel the podcast and everything else like that. Everything stops, but you moved on without me and everything. Hey, man, I want to chit chat with somebody and you want to spend time with your wife. You know, that's just selfish, man. But um, I appreciate Phoenix stepping in for your boy. They did a great job. Mm-hmm. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, we had a good rapport. Um, I'm be honest, I was super nervous before we recorded because we exchanged like a few like text messages. Um, but when we talked, we talked for like less than a minute and hit record, and we just we just ran with it. It was it was a good back and forth. Um, the only thing is, and I still feel embarrassed about this. When we finished the episode, instead of me hitting stop recording. I hit end call. And so I kicked Phoenix off the call and I felt like so embarrassed. I was like, I don't <laughs> so know. he was like, you, so he's like, I'm about to just use you for my podcast. As soon as it's over with, our relationship is over with. I don't need you no more. <laughs> hit, the, hit the ejector seat. Get out of right. here. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, it was, it was good times. And I would not mind having Phoenix back on at some point in the future. But yeah, they was on, on a good episode because when you was talking about those games and things, I knew nothing what she was talking about. So I'm glad Phoenix was on too because they knew what she was talking about because I wouldn't have had no idea. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. So what did you do on your night off? Man, I got fucked up. <laughs> no, I was playing. Uh, no, they uh, loosened up the, actually, basically they got rid of the restrictions that we had for. So since COVID has been going on, we couldn't do, be going to bars, movie theaters, anything else like that, clubs. So they got rid of all that. So we wanted to venture out, see what's going on, see what this nightlife is looking like. Eh, I didn't really miss much. <laughs> okay, like why was it lame? Because a lot of like the clubs was uh, closed, I guess, you know, I no see. profits uh, for over a year and a half. Because around, of course, around base, they need that military money mm-hmm. so the military couldn't go out there they lose they didn't have no money to pay for you know rent and booze and stuff like that i got gotcha. you so you had to venture further out to go out or how did that work i know but there were some um bars that they got um there's a little area that they call sailor town and that's basically the bars where sailors go and so we went to a couple of those spots but then they also have another on the other side of town. They have a thing called Saki Town, and basically that is like where the Japanese uh, go out and to the bars okay. and everything else like that. And plus, okay. we got a new uh, person at work, so that person wanted to hang out because that person hasn't been out here because they got here during COVID. So the wife ended up changing her mind because she was tired and she didn't feel like she changed her mind and didn't want to go out anymore. She just want to stay home and relax. So I went out with uh, a couple of co-workers and the show, the new guy where things are at out in town. So yeah, um, 
So, you know, I guess if you experienced it and it's normal to you, or basically when something's normal to you, it's normal to you because you're used to it. But then, you know, sometimes where you get some new eyes on it and then they see it and they're like, hey, that doesn't seem right. And then now you're like, yeah, you're right. That doesn't seem right. So back to Saki Town. Okay. It's a, a spot, bars, area where it's for Japanese. And and I was like, I was telling them, some bars you'll try to go to, and they will say, Dame, put the big X up. Basically, that means no. And it's for Japanese only. And that's normal stuff. And then he was, well, he asked me, is that normal? I'm like, well, here, yes. But if you get to like bigger cities like Yakuza, Tokyo, it's not going to be like that. And he was just like shocked that they had places like that. And I was like, mm. I mean, it's been normal since I've been here since all the way back in the day where it's just, that's the way it is. Okay. So he felt discriminated against? No, we didn't even go there yet. But I was just telling him about I it. I see. I see. Yeah. But he was just shocked that they still they had places like that. And I was like, yeah, it's the norm. <laughs> but if they did that in America, it'd be a totally different thing. Yes, yes, it would be. Um, so I started a TV show on HP HBO Matt. Um, yeah, on HBO Matt. Yeah, those words make sense. Uh it's called Hacks. Have you heard of it? I have not. So uh, are you familiar with Joan Rivers? Yes, she had a show about stuff. Yes, sure. And then so, she had her daughter, and they used to do the E uh yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she has, you know, she I think I believe she's passed away by now, but she's one of those female comedians that like opened a lot of doors for you know female comedians. And like she she was just around for a long time. And so uh Jean Smart, she plays a Jones River type who has a residency contract in vegas and so um at the start of the series the owner of the whole of the casino saying hey i'm gonna start taking your weekends away because you're not selling as much as you usually do and so she's super pissed and so her agent hires a young woman that was canceled on twitter for some tweets for some political tweets and uh no one else will hire her and so he's like he's just trying to help her out and so the series is just them like trying to not hate each other um mm-hmm. the only time the show is really funny is when they rip on one another but it's one of those things where i'm like i don't hate these characters so i'm just gonna keep watching your adventures and um i'm about six episodes into a 10 episode season okay not too bad so far speaking of new shows co-worker got me on the show called mythic quest on um oh. I'm, apple on, tv plus yeah man where has this show been hiding <laughs> i love it because it was funny because the conversation started off where uh we were just talking about since they um re- uh, removed the restrictions where we're trying to go and this this and that and she was saying that how you know she would like to do more traveling and we were both talking about australia and i was like i would love to go to australia and i was like there's one thing about me i was like that uh australian accent it's, it, it does something for me. So then she was like, oh, if you like that, you should check out this show called Mythic Quest. The girl is, uh, she's Australian. So I watch it. Man, I love that show. <laughs> do you love I that love show it. or do you love the actress on the show? See, I love, I love the, I love the character on the show. 
because I was disappointed where the actress who plays that role of Poppy on the show does not look how she looks like on the show. <laughs> so Charlotte Nikaido, N-I-C-D-A-O. Okay. And uh, she plays Poppy. You seen? Have you seen the show? I've seen the first episode. I liked it, but um, I I didn't like it enough to like watch the second episode because I think when it premiered, it was like a weekly show. And so like I okay. saw the first episode and I'm like, there's no other episodes. I didn't hate this. Let me move on with my life. Oh, it's it's it's, it's on season two now. So I'm uh, I seen all of season one, and I was gonna start season two, but it's in the middle of season two. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna wait till it gets all the way done, and then I'm gonna watch it. But it gives me a office vibe. No, uh, uh, community vibe, and also uh, I've been in well, yeah. I've been in it, but community parks and rep type of vibe. Okay, gotcha. Where you have or the office, I guess it's all like that, where you have like five or six main characters and stuff happens, but it's based off, it's a video game company, and they're like, imagine Fortnite or Call of Duty or whatever, and they have to, you know, different stuff happens, like, oh, a new patch come out where somebody hacks it, or they're trying to get new stuff, and antics happen, and it's real good. I I recommend it. Mythic Quest. The first episode I saw, they had an argument about patching in a new shovel in the game, and yeah. somebody was like, no, that's stupid, but then it became like the most popular item in the game. Right, because they was like, uh, <laughs> they was like, that's stupid, because the the creator of it, uh, Poppy, she was like, oh, no, it's, it's going to open up a whole new terrain, because now you can dig holes and do everything and landscape all this stuff. And they were like, well, what else does it do? And she was like, that's it. And he was like, no, because if we put this in the game, you know what people are going to do. People are going to dig ditches in the shape of dicks. Yep. And it was all this stuff about this whole, what can we do with this shovel? Uh, maybe we can make it a weapon. Maybe we could do this. And she was like, no, it's just the shovel. And then, yes, it, it was, I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, I might get back on it, man. Nah, you should. Oh, all right. That's I'll me probably. demanding you that, that, that's, I give, that's how highly I recommend it. All right. I'll probably watch it. We should, uh, <laughs> if this was a movie, you should be like narrator. He is not going to watch it. <laughs> I want to shake my head so hard right now, but the listeners can't see that. <laughs> um, all right. So we watched a little bit of TV together, kind of, sort of. Um, we watched the third episode of the fifth season of Rick and Morty, a Rick, Can- a Rick Convenient Mort. I think that's how you say that long word. And uh, we watched two episodes of Captain Planet, uh, season four, episode 18, High Stakes, and season six, episode 13, 101 Mutations. So we were talking pre-show, and there wasn't a specific reason why I picked those episodes of Captain Planet. I was just going by the name of it, and I'm like, huh, that might be interesting. Uh, but yeah, so the, the third episode of Rick and Morty was about a Captain Planet type character um, appearing and Morty falling in love with her. And so like it kind of shows like her little planeteers where they're like much older now and basically part of the problem, they have turned into the villains that they fought when they were young. And they're mm-hmm. doing nothing but exploiting um, the Captain Planet type, whose name is Planet Tina, played by the lovely Allison Brie. 
Uh, Matt and I are very big fans of her work. Mm-hmm. So I will say, like, there's a bit where um, Tina and Morty are making out in in his bedroom, and then the next time uh, she's summoned, she's summoned like still making out with Morty. And I thought that we were gonna eventually get a joke where she's pregnant. <laughs> so um, the reason why I had us watch some episodes is because. Just speaking for me, I got some really nostalgic vibes for Captain Planet. And I'm like, man, I want to revisit this and just just bask in it. And then I watched some episodes and I was like, this show is fucking trash. It, okay, so when I watched the Rick and Morty one, I was like, oh, we talked about it on the podcast. Then I'm like, I, and I like you said, I felt good about it, like nostalgia. Right. And then I watched this episode. And I'm like, we must have been dumb as kids. I'm like, <laughs> I love this show, but like watching it now, I'm like, this is garbage. And like the, the animation is garbage, but hey, technology during that time. But also like so many puns. Yes. Or the puns is not the, is puns the right word? Yes, Captain okay. Planet and his crappy puns. Like everybody had puns and it was just an overkill of it. It's like, like everybody had puns for every single thing. Also, did you peep out the racism in that first episode where the Asian, I'm assuming he's Japanese, ranch hand, was calling that dude Mr. So-and-so son? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, no, I don't, I don't think that's right. Right. It, it was a, yes, it was a, it was, it was the okay racism for the 90s. <laughs> I don't even think that was okay in the 90s. Honestly. Well, it probably wasn't, but it wasn't <laughs> like, you know, now. Right. But also, I hate it. Well, I knew this back then. What is the heart dude's name? He is garbage. He is trash. Mati. Why is he? Mati. Because even the episode where they're on a stage course, a stage coach, and the horses are running wild. <laughs> and he couldn't even use his heart to talk them down because he was like, ah, oh, they're so scared and frustrated. What are your powers, man? <laughs> Nobody <are> <laughs> liked Mati, okay? He sucked. All right. I, I, I remember that, but just watching it again, I was like, so what is your, your, I thought your whole powers was to talk to the people, talk to the, get into their heart, but like they're scared. So now you can't do it no more. I, I remember like, bef- I remember like when I'd watch old episodes, he'd always be the first one to want to quit. The person that's supposed to have heart don't have heart. <laughs> and I was just like, Mati, why do you suck, sir? Why? Like on the bigger scheme. Okay. I know they probably threw that in there because, you know, you, you got to have passion. Some- Right. But doing, but seeing it now, and now I used to think Wheeler was cool, fire. <laughs> Watching these episodes, he's, he's a jerk, kind of a dick. Yeah, because he's got that fiery personality. Uh, but I like, as a kid, I always thought he was cool. I don't know. And then didn't him and um, Linka have something going on? Linka is the Soviet girl. Um, yeah, kind of, yeah, something like that. Could they do an updated one, a real one, not, not without Don Cheeto in it? <laughs> one that's not a joke right um i feel like it's ripe for a remake but the problem is in today's climate people are gonna say that the show is too woke and this that, and the other when it was woke for its time right but people want to have those blinders on with their old content right so but then it wouldn't be woke it'd be the same stuff they did back in the day then Right. But people aren't going to take the time. You know, the Internet, they're not going to take the time to go back and do their research and do diligence. They're going to just be like you have you have new people coming in who's never seen it. 
And this reminds me of a story I read a couple of weeks ago where people were listening to an old Eminem song. It was like, oh, he's problematic and this, this and that because he said he wanted to kill somebody. And I'm like, so these are the, the new generation of people becoming, I guess, adults or whoever who just finding things out now where this has been going on for years that people, he's already been protesting all this stuff again, but now new, just younger generation is just finding out and now they want to do something about it. So no, you're right. But I'm saying with the rule, with something like this, you always get like the rule of 10, like three people going to like it, three people going to hate it. And the other people is going to be on the fence about it till whatever. Right. But I think it could work, especially now you have all these movies coming back. I just saw a commercial for, they're doing a, a standalone um, G.I. Joe Snake Eyes movie. Yeah, it comes out in a week or two. Oh. So, yeah. So, I'm like, I think Captain Planet be right on par with it. So, you saying bring it back as an animated show or a movie live action? I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. Because I think that it will probably be more successful, like, on an animated something. So like a Netflix or a Hulu or whatever, like something streaming, like we can't put that on regular TV. Right. <laughs> well, then, 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 yeah, just do a, a updated version on Netflix. And I, I like to see, I don't know, sometimes like these whole, um, not reimagined, but updated movies, sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a miss. Mm-hmm. You know, we all like to bask in our, nostalgia when we was a kid and everything yes we do um have you seen the trailer for the new he-man show yes no i've seen uh i read an article about it i didn't oh. see the actual trailer was it a negative article no it was just somebody talking about it gotcha so uh, another podcast i listened to said that this new show wait a minute you listen to other podcasts you should yeah. be listening to ours over and over again matt i gotta listen to these other podcasts so i can invite people on uh, I thought you would say I need to listen to this other podcast so I can steal their ideas. Also, I was thinking, I have an idea. You know, since we don't have ads, I just came up with this last night to how we should create our own ads on our podcast. Okay. Did you? So you didn't listen to last week's episode? Nope. I came with that one. But I was, you know, one of the things where you be in a shower and just ideas come to you. <laughs> I so, got you. I got you. <laughs> I, I just, I, you know, it just comes to me. All right. We'll, we'll look into that. Uh, shout out to Phoenix. <laughs> um, so the podcast was saying that the trailer for the new He-Man looks like we think the show looked like when we were kids, if that makes sense. That does make sense. I get it. Yeah. And so like if they kind of take that angle with it and not make it as corny, like, you know, Captain Planet, it could probably work. Because also there wasn't like, they would need to update the on Captain Planet. They they would need to update that uh violence a little bit more. It, it was <laughs> it, it was very little to non-violence back all that. So so something that really annoyed me with the show is one, every time I seemed to try and watch it, it'd be a two-part episode. And I hated that on kids shows like when I was young. Cause it's mm-hmm. like we didn't have DVR, you right. know? You'd be lucky <laughs> if you had the VCR already. So it's like mm-hmm. I spent all this time and I don't know what what went, you know, what's going to happen in part two. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I've, I'm here to see Captain Planet. And normally he's only appears at the end of the episode and he'll only appear at the like beginning or the middle of the episode if he's about to get his ass whipped. And also I realized, I thought I remembered Captain Planet being more badass, but watching <laughs> these two episodes, he really didn't do much. <laughs> I mean, right. he, 
he he saved on the episode with the dogs. He saved the dogs, some dogs, and then he kind of like blew the other people away. It was wait, weird, but he didn't stop the fire though. Can we talk about how they basically endorsed a villain getting mauled by some dogs? Yeah, I, yeah, they just locked him in the van together. Right, yeah, I'm like, was- <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> it was it. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold up. But I still enjoy it though. No, nah, yeah, it it was fun. Like, it was fun to just watch it and think to myself, like, what are we doing here, guys? But I don't know. That gave me think. So, like, what if we like we go back and watch all our shows and we're like, this is stupid. How did we enjoy this? And I know I already know some stuff we used to watch as a kid. Now nah, it won't be good, like Ren and Stimpy or something like mm-hmm. that. Right. I mean, Batman the animated series still holds up. Oh well, yeah, yeah, that does. Rugrats does that still hold up? Um, so I watched a couple episodes with my daughter, the old one. Uh, my daughter is like, you know, well, she's one, but she's one of these, you know, you know, she, you know, turns her nose up at 2D animation, you know. <laughs> so I watched parts of it. it. It was mostly okay from what I remember. Like she, she tolerates the new one, the th- okay. you know, the 3D one. I watched the Lucha shorts. Oh man. The first, the first episode. And I was like, nah, this ain't it. Oh, they were saying some problematic stuff. No, it just wasn't entertaining. So they not oh sorry, not solution shorts. Alex Mack. I watched Alex Mack. Oh man, that terrible CGI. It like I didn't even get through the whole episode because I, I was like, I remember I should love Alex Mack. And then so I was like, let me watch it. And I was like, what is going on here? So then I got me worried because I was gonna watch like Alex Mack, Clarissa Explains Your All, Solution Shorts. But then that one wasn't hidden. So I'm like, do I really want to ruin my childhood by watching these old shows? Well, I really want to watch Clearstory Explains It All, but I'm scared. I don't want it to ruin it. You should me. probably just leave it in the past. Yeah. Like, I, I can't attest that old Are You Afraid of the Dark is terrible, but it's so bad it's funny. So if, you, if right. you're looking for that kind of night, check that out. What about Pete and Pete? I never liked that as a kid. Why not? You didn't like Pete? But also, you got to remember, you're a little bit older than me, so maybe mm-hmm. the jokes connected more so with you right i pete, didn't really care pete, for and what is that girl's name pete oh uh, my brother pete and me ellen uh, ellen her name was ellen uh, uh hair at the spy yeah i just had to repeat the commercial not the commercial but the intro it was like mm-hmm. pete my brother pete and me ellen all right man uh, we are blowing through this episode um you ready to hit the main event mm-hmm. all right this week we discussed marvel's black widow we have to go back to where it all started where did you think I was all this time? My girls are the toughest girls in the world. I'm sorry. We had our orders and we played our rules. It wasn't real. It was real to me. To me? You were everything. In Marvel Studios' action-packed spy thriller, Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Black Widow, confronts the darkest parts of her ledger when a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past arise. Pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down, Natasha must deal with her history as a spy and the broken relationships left in her wake long before she became an Avenger. I want to do just broad strokes. What did you think of this movie? Just broad strokes. And then um, I want to 
do my best to describe what happened in this movie and i'm gonna need you to help me out with that too all right um i enjoyed the movie <laughs> broad strokes cool <laughs> um i did not this movie opens in 1995 with a very young um natasha romanoff and fun fact the little girl that played young natasha romanoff is mila jovich's daughter she has a sister and they go in the house with rachel weiss who i genuinely don't believe that they needed to use that marvel de-aging technology because you know she's been looking you know beautiful since the mummy like in, in my opinion she's never aged uh, and david harbour from stranger things is the dad and he comes home and he's like hey we got to get out of here so it turns out that they are sleeper agents and they stole something from a u.s uh, facility and they're getting out the country so they go to cuba where uh, they have good relations with russia and they separate the family so David Harbour, he, um, I believe he gets shipped to prison like immediately after that, right? Right. Black Widow and her little sister, they get carted off to the Red Room, which is where they train Black Widows. And we do not know what happens to the mother. Uh, she was shot on the escape. So we jump to not present day, but a little bit after the events of Civil War. And Natasha's still on the run. And eventually she gets some mail um, from one of her safe houses um, where she goes to Budapest, which has had many references in um, previous movies. That's an adventure her and Hawkeye had that they will not stop referencing every time the two of them share a scene. Um, <laughs> and so um, on the way to Budapest, uh, Black Widow is attacked by the Taskmaster. So Matt, what do you know about this character? I know the character exists mm -hmm. and I remember the character being a male <laughs> and I remember the character fighting Iron Man. Iron Man? Captain America? Hold on, start running together on me. On what? I know, I know little of it. I when, know of it. When were they fighting Captain America? I don't remember. Maybe I'm Fair thinking enough. of a comic. Maybe I'm thinking of the anime. So I'm very surprised that you don't remember Spider-Man, the PS4 game. Spider-Man, the PS4 game. Task I played it. <laughs> Taskmaster was some side missions in that game. So I'm not sure. No, you got a platinum trophy on that game. So you right. would have had to do them. But essentially, Taskmaster is a villain that has a photographic memory. So mm -hmm. you start fighting him a little bit. And he will quickly learn your fighting style to where it's over. So Taskmaster is not somebody you want to fuck with. Like you want to take him down as quickly as possible or it's over. Mm -hmm. So um, it seems like Taskmaster in this movie is some sort of, uh, I guess, a cyborg, if you will. Yes. <laughs> so it's revealed that uh, Taskmaster is the daughter of the big bad villain um oh wait you didn't um we didn't do our spoiler thing at the beginning that's fair i i don't care we're, we're gonna choo-choo all right fuck them yes <laughs> embrace the hate there we go come to my side uh let's see so let's see 
So my thing with this movie is there were a lot of situations where it kind of took me out of it because Black Widow is a person. So this isn't like we're watching like a Captain America or a Winter Soldier, somebody with some super soldier serum or even a Captain Falcon where he at least has like a, a jet pack, you know? Mm-hmm. This is a regular person and they're in cars getting blown up and getting ejected in the air and getting hit and falling and landing on stuff. And I'm like, I know this is a comic book movie, but we, we just been a little too loose with this. That's what I thought where, remember, her and her sister was escaping and then she falls and she hits like three fucking things before she right. hit the ground. Exactly. And, then she just, and she just pops back up holding her side. I was like, damn. Right. <laughs> So uh, basically the sisters meet back up and um, the red room is after um, the, um, what, what's the, Elena, is that her sister's name? Yelena Belova, uh, because she has taken this, 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 this gas that makes it so you can't be controlled. So essentially this movie is, there's no free will from the Black Widow agents now. They're just being mind controlled, which is another thing that I had issue with in this movie. And what was your issue with that? Like, it's not interesting if there's just like a quick one-stop solution to like take down the bad guys, right? So like, you know how at the end of uh, the first Avengers movie, and they were saying like, oh, these aren't like bad guys, bad guys that we're fighting. These are basically drones. So if we take out the antenna, the fight's over, you know? Oh, got you. So, okay. Okay, I see what you're saying. So like in this movie, everybody chasing them is doing it in duress. So all they need to do is just give them the anecdote and, you know, they're, they're on your side again. And I genuinely feel like it would have been more interesting if what the item that the bad guys won it was like a weapon of some kind like a like a nerve gas or something and all these black widows are like they're down with the calls and they're like i will kill for this cause you know okay i mean this discussion man oh no i'm listening <laughs> but i'm just saying okay so if that how would that make it different because like all we need to do is just spray the the um the special gas in everybody's face and they're instantly on your side. Well, they're not instantly on your side. They're just know that they're they're not being controlled anymore. But every then time the, somebody got sprayed, they stop fighting. Right, because they're not being controlled anymore. They don't want to fight. Right. Them. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. If you had characters that actually wanted to hurt Black Widow and and her her crew, like then we have an interesting fight where she can't, where she has to actually take these people down because they don't care about what you have to say. They so, believe oh, in this. So, so, so you just want another villain, an actual, an actual villain to fight versus people under my control. Right. Like, okay, you remember um, Captain America uh, Winter Soldier? You mm-hmm. find out Hydra has infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. And that wasn't just a, oh, okay, we've, you know, we uncovered that S.H.I.E.L.D. is, is a thing. I mean, uh, Hydra is a thing and they're the bad guys. That fight still kept going and that led into other movies because it's like they believed in what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And so, but, like, it's not, were, but, it's, but it's not over though. You still have other Black Widows out there. And all you got to do is spray them with the antidote and then they're on your side instantly. 
Well, you keep saying they're on their side, but they're they're not on their side. They just got free will now. They right. And why would you want to fight people that freed you? Right. That's true. That's what I'm saying. So it's like it's not interesting. Like, why can't it just be actual sleeper agents out there in the world, like wanting to cause you know harm on people because that is what they believe? Like, that's more interesting. It, is it because it's already been done in the Marvel universe, like you just said? Yeah, but I just feel like it's lazy just to like have this like catch all like, okay, so every time a character is not acting themselves, we're just going to assume that that mind control gas is in play now. So you don't like how you don't like uh, good people doing things uh, against their will. Right. You rather just have bad people do it because they want to. Right. Or just like you're doing it because this is what you believe. Like with the sister character, she could have been in a situation where you know, she believed all that crap that the Black Widow people were saying to her because she was raised on it. And maybe something out in the field like made her change her mind, just like Black Widow, uh, Natasha. She, something made her switch sides to the Americans, right? Uh-huh. And so why can we give her a aha moment like Natasha got at some point? I see what you're saying. So yeah, so yeah. So uh, let's see. The sisters, they're um, trying to get their fake family back together from the beginning of the movie. So they break David Harbour out of jail and they find their fake mom. And the plan is to um, use some Mission Impossible masks to do a little switcheroo to get into the bad guy's base and muck some stuff up. Um, I don't know. I didn't really care for how much of a conscious Black Widow had as well. What do you mean? Like, she was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad that Taskmaster is this girl that I thought I killed. I want to release her from this cage so that uh, I can free her from her mind control. But she's also going to beat the shit out of me. So as watching that, I was like, why would she do this? But then I'm like, is it because she's an Avenger now? So she wants to, you know, do all the good stuff. Technically, she's not an Avenger at this time because she well, is on right. the run. Right. So maybe, or, but you know, being around Avengers, Captain America, all this stuff where I always got to do the right thing type of stuff, that that's the reason she felt like that. Maybe. Um, also, I want to know, like, how much time has passed between that assassination attempt and this? Because it showed a flashback when she had the building blown up and that was like a little girl. And now, whenever this is, this is a whole adult 30-something woman in the Taskmaster suit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I didn't really care for... like. So, I like that actress a lot. Her name is Olga Korolenko. And she was in the running way back in the day to actually play Black Widow. She's actually Russian, also. And I just felt like it was super disrespectful to have her come back and basically play a bastard-ass version of a really cool character. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. That's. I didn't like how they hyped this character up, mm-hmm. but didn't do enough with it. Right. To in a sense of fact that like you had this person who can uh, learn your movement. Mim- yeah. yeah, mimic your stuff, but then. The taskmaster didn't actually do it. The only the taskmaster only did 
the whole swinging around the neck thing. But then before that, when she fought uh, the dad, David Harbor, we're just gonna call yeah. him real name. Yeah, so she did the Black Panther thing, but then like the movements and stuff, it was just like I wish they would have done more with her being taskmaster of doing like matching stuff blow to blow with each character. Right. right. Speaking of um the uh, the dad, he he didn't beat nobody up. Correct. Through the whole movie. Correct. Well, he was, he he beat up that thing that he flipped over when they was trying to get the plane out. Like when he was getting the plane out and he flipped that big old barrier thing with his. Oh, um... uh, yeah, that's it. I was like, because I, I was watching, I'm like, when, once he put the suit on, he, the only person he fought was Taskmaster and he lost. Correct. I don't know, man. Like, honestly, I didn't like this movie. And I thought to myself while watching it, like, are Marvel movies bad? And I just don't really think about it because I'm in a movie theater with other people and I'm feeding off of that energy. Or is this just a bad movie? And that's these are things I was asking myself while watching. I don't know what to tell you, Chad. I enjoyed this movie. Okay. When I watched it, um, maybe because I've been watching Loki and everything, like the car chase and everything. Okay. I'm like, huh, I, I miss these Marvel movies, action scenes and stuff like that. Because, you know, you don't get that with a TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoy Florence, the sister. Florence Pugh, yeah. Yeah. I think she stole the show out this movie. I enjoyed her. I agree. Like she is a really good up and coming actress. Um, have you seen Midsummer? It's a horror movie, and she acted the fuck out of herself in that movie. It is so good. It's it it's a it's a hard watch at times um, because of how like um, much gore is in it, but it's some excellent acting. Yeah, because like, that's my whole thing. Is like I wanted more of her mm-hmm. uh and not natasha i agree uh, i also uh, wasn't feeling a single joke in this movie like i understand textbook why you think that is funny but none of that shit was hidden like the stuff with the vest and like how she'll like when she lands her pose those jokes i'm like this is not funny to me and also yeah when they kept saying poser and it's like that means something totally different than what you're trying to make it mean mm-hmm so I get it. Like, I, I I get the joke. Like, it's like, okay, I see where this is the joke and everything, but it wasn't, uh, no, it wasn't nothing like Last Out Loud. But I, like, if they had a character just for her, well, I guess, I mean, yeah. not a character just for her, but I know more stuff with her. I mean, watching the end credits, yeah, there's going to be more of her. But, yeah, I, I really enjoyed her, the way she acted, her character, because it seemed more... I guess maybe it's the stuff you were saying she she was more um because she did have like at the end you know when it was at the tape family when they first all got together mm-hmm. with the family and then they were talking about it was fake uh natasha was like it's fake and everything but she was like it was real to her because she was a kid and this this and that and everything but i i, I enjoyed it okay um so if we were to do our rankings, I would say, hey, man, um, we're not going to fire you, but um, just like that movie from a couple of weeks ago, we're going to have to monitor your work because this is just unacceptable performance. I give it, yeah. We, uh, you ain't getting a raise. We ain't giving you your walking papers. You, you, you need enough to just get by. <laughs> 
All right. So would you have gone to the theater for this movie or are you upset that this cost $30 on Disney Plus? Um, if we're basing this solely off the movie, probably not. But it's kind of like, you know, I've, I've, um, I'm all in into this Marvel Universe. Okay. So I need to watch it so I know what's going on. But if we're trying to like basically standalone movie, no, I probably I've actually take that back because I enjoyed her and the other. You, you know what? It feels like this movie is too late. Yes, yes, this it, it feels movie like should it, just it, come out after Civil War. Yeah, it feels like this. Yeah, it feels like it's too late because kind of like you're watching this, you know, she dies, so. It feel, yeah, this movie should have came out before. Then you would have had more. Honestly, it would have made her death feel more special where you've known she has a background of family and all this other stuff. Right. Where before she's just a, a Russian spy. So, it just, yeah, it felt the timing was off on this. I feel like this is probably in Scarlett Johansson's con- uh, contract. Like she had to have her own solo movie. And they're like, oh, shit. Your last movie was technically Endgame. Fuck. Um, all right. Um, get on this plane and we're going to go to like Bulgaria or whatever and let, let's get this out. Right. Yeah. Because it, it, yeah, it, lo- it loses something that we know that she's already dies. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like all these stunts mean nothing. Like, yes, we know the character's not going to die in a Marvel movie for real, for real, but it's like this really means nothing. Right. It means absolutely nothing. Right. So, yeah, so I feel yeah. If it would have came out earlier, it would have it would have been it would have made more sense. Okay, all right. So we're not doing trivia this week, but uh, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes is? Um, sixty-five. So <laughs> at the time of this recording, it is eighty-one percent. When I put my notes together um, yesterday or the day before, I can't remember, it was at eighty percent. So it went up. Uh, people love they they uh, Marvel stuff. Apparently, yeah. Um, so short and to the point this week, folks. Um, thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at we used to talk pod. And away the news goes. Okay, so I am going to input Matt singing the Captain Planet song at the end of this episode after the outro. Can, um, can you uh, add, the, add the music to it too? No, nah, I'm not trying to get sued. I feel like that's going to be <laughs> an issue. Well, not sued, but I feel like that would be an issue on YouTube for the YouTube people. Oh. You know how you t- how strict YouTube is. And we know how many people follow us on YouTube, so they we, we got to give it to them how they want it. All right, guys. Um, (laughs) We'll see you next week. Or will we? Ooh. Ooh, cliffhanger. Captain Planet, he's our hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. Gonna help him put a thunder.
bad guys who like to pollute and thunder. You're going to pay for this, Captain Planet. We're the Planeteers, and you can be one too. Because saving our planet is the thing to do. Polluting and polluting is not the way. Here's what Captain Planet has to say.